Montreal here, your leadership performance coach with another interview with someone from our community. And I would just encourage you at this point, you know, I've met so many fantastic people through the power of social networking. And I would just encourage you if you have not, you know, jumped into a group or reached out and added a friend or maybe even had some sort of communication with somebody who maybe you're like, I really enjoy their content, their positive um, pieces of my feed, reach out to that person and just let them know, you know, you love what they're putting out there. You'd love to connect a little bit more because I cannot believe the number of great conversations that I've had through the social channel. Um, but also just the opportunity to really find out the difference that people are making in this world. It's really incredible. So without further ado, I'd love to bring on the next guest for our Be That Create That social channel. And as you know, we're going to be sharing this on the YouTubes and on the Facebooks and on our podcast. So wherever you are consuming this content, I really know that you're going to enjoy our guest today. Let me bring her on from backstage. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited um, that we were able to make this connect. We were just chatting about the fact that for you, you know, it's the end of your day and it's kind of midday for me. So I really appreciate you making the time. Yeah, no, you're absolutely welcome. I mean, you know, I just had my dinner before I came on because it is, it is 6 p.m. So yeah, I'm good to go. Good to go. That's so great. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our community, kind of share, you know, what you're doing and what you're creating right now. Yeah, sure. So my name is Dr. Florencia and I'm based in London, UK, and I'm a psychologist and a relationship coach. And I help modern day women change their unfulfilling and unhealthy dating and relationship habits and provide them with um, evidence-based tools to yeah, create the relationship that they, they desire, basically. So yeah, that is that is what I do. Mm -hmm. I love that. So when you're thinking about that, um, you know, what led you up to where you're at right now where you're like, okay, so I, I've got my psychology, right? And I, I know where I'm going with that. I have a minor in psychology. So obviously, I'm not as, oh. as adept to it as you. Um, mm -hmm. But I do feel like I use it on an everyday basis. Absolutely. Um, so Absolutely. how did you get to where you're at today? Um, well, I mean, long story short, um, I have been working in the field of mental health uh, for about seven to eight years, and I've worked in various settings um, in the community. I've worked with kids, worked in prison, worked with adults in the community. So, you know, it's, I've had a very, um, very experience in terms of like psychology. But what I came to notice as I embarked on my counseling psychology uh, doctorate training, um, I found myself attracting, I would actually say, uh, the same type of client, which was women, millennial women uh, mm -hmm. of uh, marginalized backgrounds. And they were all experiencing quite similar themes in life, shall I say. So they were struggling with relationships. They were struggling to kind of find a sense of purpose in life. I wasn't quite sure where, where they were at. And I helped them through that. And I found that incredibly rewarding um not only because i mean in of itself offering therapy in and of itself is rewarding but i was helping women who were basically at the same stage in life as i was so mm -hmm. being able to essentially hold their hand through that i don't know just felt so incredibly meaningful 
to me, you know, and, and someone who isn't, well, I'm an only child. So um, I always kind of like seek advice from, you know, from my friends and, you know, cousins, etc. And um, I felt like I was able to offer that additional sense of intimacy to the work that I, I was doing because we were, you know, going through kind of like similar phases in, in our lives. Um, so yeah, so that's how I ended up thinking, okay, well, maybe I could branch this out um and embark on coaching and you know and, and offer you know a package basically for for women who have been serving for over you know almost seven, seven eight years now so yeah yeah i love that and when you think of the word fulfillment you know i sometimes say in our um community i'll say something like it, you get to a point where you feel mm -hmm. uncomfortable being comfortable and mm -hmm. i think that we as women sometimes think that it is selfish for us to go after what we, you know, that feeling of being fulfilled. So oh. we also talk a lot about how, you know, leadership is about learning how to lead yourself. So what, first of all, how would you kind of explain leadership in your own life? Um, and then how you're able to help women who are maybe struggling with trying to find that fulfillment? Yeah, sure. Um, so leadership for me, in terms of what it looks like for me, is always making sure that your voice is heard regardless of how that might exposes you to pushback or um you know whatever consequences that might have i feel like your voice is important um and, it, and it's valuable so so and i've always had that kind of Mm, I would say re rebellious streak about me as, as well. I always, I always push boundaries, always push boundaries and always wanted to, you know, go against the grain, let, let's say. Um, and that has served me well in my career. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, and, and that has also enabled me to, you know, serve on underserved communities, you know, within mental health and, and psychology. So, yeah. So I take, pride you know in in taking leadership um roles and and taking steps uh, to ensure that the voiceless are heard um mm -hmm. yeah and amplify amplify their voices so that is also what i teach in my work i mean as a therapist and as, as a coach you know to um, make sure that you uplift yourself and that you center your needs and you center your voice mm -hmm. um and and let that lead your way, you know, in your journey. So so yeah, that that is that is where I'm at with that. I love that. So when you think about, you know, you said you're you're to the point now where you know we're really serving modern, high achieving women. Yeah. So high achieving can almost kind of be this almost like that busy badge of honor, you know what I mean? But yeah. when you think of high achieving, you know, what do you feel like is is the struggle for someone who would kind of self-identify as I'm high achieving. Like, mm. What's the struggle with that? I think the struggle of what I've, what I've come across is um, that women, especially in this, in this day and age, and, and the women who are from more marginalized backgrounds as well, they tend to have to hold so many hats at the same time. Right. So they have to go to, you know, to college or as we would call it university. They, they have to have, you know, a number of degrees. They have to, uh, you know, have this 
idealistic career and you know they pour all of their energy into that and you know they have to have their house and they have to have the nice car and and all of these different things right and and it's also in a sense a lot of the time a trauma response because more often than not they come from an environment where things are scarce so in order for them to you know not have to go through that again they have to ensure that you know they've got all their ducks in a row and that they achieve all that they could possibly can you know but that in and of itself is is great but that then also comes with sacrifices so you know being able to look after yourself right that that come that becomes an afterthought um you know having healthy uh sustainable relationships that are reciprocal you know that's is often then lacking because you're you're investing so much energy into everything else around you but the thing that fulfills you internally which you know and for everyone else which is having affection having someone to, to, to take care of you emotionally mentally you know all of these different things are then put in on the back burner um so yeah so we may have everything in the world but in terms of like our emotional well-being that is then suffering in some cases well, and sometimes i think you know we as high achievers or we that maybe have a stronger personality you know when it comes to relationships mm. I, yeah. I see women almost kind of bring themselves back or down because they don't want to yeah the first thought makes me think they don't want to offend their mm. partner mm. but so my husband and I, we both are in positions where we have to make decisions all the time. Like we are kind of the alphas at where we're at. And what's yeah. funny is that we get so frustrated on a day off together <laughs> because neither of us wants to be in charge. You know, we're oh. always in charge at work and we're like, when we're at home, neither of us wants to be in charge, but one of us mm -hmm. has to be right. So mm -hmm. when you hear relationships like that, what is something mm -hmm. that you would suggest to try to to try to maybe help with that balance or if a woman is feeling like she can't or shouldn't stand up and be that leader in her home. Mm. It's an it's an interesting one, right? Because I think you've got two sides to it. You've got a side where, you know, as you're describing, you know, two two alphas and then, you know, there's this almost like power imbalance in the sense that, you know, uh who who does certain chores and who looks after the more maybe feminine I don't know, aspects to, to you know, maintaining a, a household. But then you've also got on the other side where um, they, you know, women want to have a more, I don't know, more masculine or more dominant and more alpha, you know, guy. Um, but then, yeah, uh, more often than not, the person that they maybe meet either want to dampen their... I don't know, I would say their drive or their personality, um, or they compete, <laughs> right? You get that as well. And, and then it becomes a very contentious uh, relationship. So so for, for me, in terms of like mind standpoint, and I always go back down to values, like what is it that you would value in a relationship? If if you could just draw back on any everything else, you know, all the materialistic stuff and all of, all of that, um, and, you know, uh, traditional gender roles, let's say, if we forget all of that or just put that mm -hmm. to the side, at the core of everything, like what matters the most to you, mm -hmm. you know, is it is it that you 
want quality time? You know, is it that you want to feel like you're you're being looked after? So, you know, that someone is of, of service to you, you know? And what does that look like then? Um, make it more tangible so that you can uh, that you can assess what your current situation looks like. And if it doesn't feel like it is aligned with what you find the most important, then you know then you need to take some steps and 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 make changes within that. But more often than not, we get so distracted by everything else mm-hmm. that we actually forget. Well, what is it actually that makes me feel fulfilled in my relationship? Mm-hmm. And then go from there. And also another thing is in this day and age, we can outsource things as well. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a very it's maybe like a very simple con- concept. And you think, oh yeah, the, of course, well, of course you can do that. But it's it's not really um so there are a lot of people still think thinking that they should juggle everything at what by themselves you know and it doesn't necessarily have to be that way and some things that we are you know um um experience a lot of attention around can be resolved by simply outsourcing mm-hmm. that so sometimes we are in our own way <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth oh my gosh you know yeah. the other thing i think of is i think of at the times where I felt like my relationship was headbutting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was because I was expecting something from my partner that I never told them I was expecting. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think we can do this in work just as much as we can do this in our relationships at home or even with our friends is that I was like, well, why doesn't he see that this needs to be done? Well, mm-hmm. don't you, you didn't give him the chance to see it. Like you're automatically mad about it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I had to to step back. I found that I had to step back and go, okay, but so did I ask? Did I suggest? Did I use my voice to share what it is that I felt like I needed? Or did I just get mad because someone didn't notice? And we have to remember the people around us, no matter the relationship, like they're not mind readers. Communication. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. People are not mind readers. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I come across this, you know, in, in therapy all, all the time. You know, my, my clients would tell me like how frustrated they are, for example, if they are dating someone new, like, oh, well, yeah, they, they haven't done this and this. And, you know, and that has left me really disappointed and frustrated and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, have well, what, what was the conversation like? And so well, what, what conversation? So, well, I mean, did you not have a conversation about this? Did you not say that this is what you are expecting? Because if you're not outlining what it is that you're expecting, how are they meant to meet your expectations then? I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. But then when you then unpack, uh, what then comes to the fore is, oh, okay, well, if I outline my expectations, that then sets me up for potentially getting rejected or potentially getting disappointed anyway because I've outlined what I'm expecting and they may not necessarily meet those expectations and then what? I said, well, I mean, but that is unfortunately part and parcel of being in a relationship. You have to make yourself vulnerable and sometimes things may not necessarily go as you might hope, but you can resolve things. I mean, there is conflict resolution. There is communication, you know, open communication. It it is something that you constantly have to work on and you cannot expect someone to know exactly what you want, how you want it, when you want it, because that that is just not reality, Mm -hmm. you know? 
And all, and it's just it's just unfortunate because I think that movies, TV shows, social media has really um I don't know, kind of kind of set, set a such an unrealistic kind of expectation of what relationships should be. It should mm-hmm. all be roses and sunshine and you should meet someone and there's this massive spark and then you you know you just fall in love and and you just you know walk into 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 the sunset together and, and whatever else but that is that is just not reality like relationships requires work it requires vulnerability it requires communication and yeah if you're not open to that then you may just have to pause and consider why that is and unpack that for you you know for yourself um yeah, they- vulnerability I mean that's a leadership decision right there I'm going to either choose because I know that this is not the way that I want to see this going so I'm either Mm going to choose to have a conversation about it or I'm going to choose to be just internally frustrated and that's not going to get me anywhere but feeling like maybe ego gets in the way of that right Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. E- ego plays a huge part, um, you know, and and again, like you said, it goes back to needing to be vulnerable because how is the other person supposed to connect to you if you've got a massive wall up, you know? Sometimes um, I think I have to like, I flip that switch, right? So mm-hmm. we'll talk about morning routines here in a minute. But one of the mm-hmm. things that I do in my my morning routine is just in my mind, think about the things that I am grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, and in many cases, if I find myself getting upset about something with my partner, I'll say to myself, well, I'm so grateful and thankful for him because of this. I'm so grateful and thankful for him because of this. And it allows just that mindset shift enough. Because I, you know, we also have there's that piece of acceptance. You chose this person and there's so many reasons that you chose them. Mm-hmm. And okay, so they didn't take the trash out last night. Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's lead ourselves through our emotions. Let's lead yes. ourselves through like our expectations. And so in my morning routine, I'll do that. You know, I'm so grateful and thankful for, I'm so grateful and thankful for to try to flip that mindset. Um, mm-hmm. That helps me feel like I'm a little bit more connected in my relationship and appreciating that person for what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, when we think about, you know, what makes us successful using those morning routines, maybe yours isn't a morning thing, but is there something that is a non-negotiable for you that you feel like sets you up for success, um, either in your business or your relationships? I think grabbing an opportunity to connect mind and body, whether it's going to the gym whether it's uh, stretching and, and meditation or mindfulness, really good one. Oh my gosh, mindfulness, I absolutely love, especially when I'm having my shower. And bear with me, let me explain. So, no, your thoughts is where it's at, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, because what is so, what I found is that with mindfulness and being able to zoom in into like one moment you know in the present moment as as you're having that experience let's say it just elevated so much more because you're then able to analyze the different aromas that you're smelling you know from yours from your shower gel your bath gel or whatever the case may be and you know the the water feeling the water on your skin and how your skin reacts to that I mean you know it's it's just a wonderful wonderful experience so yeah mindfulness 
10 out of 10. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And again, that goes back to me thinking like, what am I grateful and thankful for? Because yeah. in the moment I have to, I'm literally stopping myself and going, what are you doing, Trian? Is this mm-hmm. how you want to feel? Is this how you want to think? Is this how you want to act? Is this the person mm-hmm. you want to embody? Right. So mm-hmm. making that conscious choice to lead yourself through those emotions. And I'm not saying like push them down and forget that they're there, but mm, you have a part in why you feel like this. So mm-hmm. taking, you know, taking the lead on that. So mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So obviously our, you know, I've had you on hot seat now for 20 minutes. I thank you mm-hmm. again for your time, but um, if our community wants to engage with you a little bit more, find out more about what it is that you're doing, where your vision is taking you and how you're serving, how would they best be able to follow or get a hold of you? Sure. So I'm the most active on YouTube and Instagram. So it, both handles are the same. So it's at Dr. Florencia and underscore. Um, so yeah, that's where you can best, best find me. I mean, I've got my TikToks and my Facebooks and all, all of the things. <laughs> but I'm, most, I'm most active on, on those two platforms. So you can find me there. Um, yeah, I think that, that's it really in terms of social media. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And I'm sure that, you know, the community will hear more from you as we go as well. Um, I love YouTube just for a quick little, like you were saying, you know, you've got time to yourself, mindfulness in the shower. Sometimes in the mornings, I will, I will just turn on a YouTube and just listen to that. And it's just, you know, my opportunity while I'm getting around to get in a little bit of like those, those thoughts as well. Um, also, you know, again, I've had you on here for however long. Do you want to share um, what we were talking about a little earlier or something um, that yes. you were talking on? Yes, yes. No, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I've got a freebie for your audience. Um, all they have to do is go to the powerofpulse.info forward slash workbook. And basically what they will find on there is a workbook that assesses partner compatibility based on values so you know it's, it's based on you know the conversation that we had today but yeah, it's just an extension of that so you know if you go on there and just put in your name and your email so i can send it over to you you can complete that in your own time and yeah i really look forward to how you guys get on with that I love that. And people love putting their information in there and just, I feel like it's like when we were teenagers and we were reading horoscopes in the back of a magazine. (laughs) We were just like, I must know. I have to know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, um, my final question for you is, first of all, do you have any questions that you'd like to ask me? And is there any way that I can help serve, you know, you or your community or the things that you're working on right now? Um, well, what is perhaps the advice that you would give yourself maybe like when you were maybe five, five years ago? Mm. What advice would you give yourself five years ago? It's so funny because sometimes I see on the social platforms, they'll be like, three words that you would, you know, say to yourself when you were 16. And I always put, don't date him. But I'm <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, but you know, in in truthfully, so um when I think about advice I would have given myself 
five years ago, I feel like I took it and I would, I would share that is I was really wanting one of the things on my list is I wanted to teach a college course. I've always wanted to teach an intro to business course or an intro college course. And I had an opportunity come up for me in, I want to say it was 2018 to be able to teach at our local community college. And in order to do that, the company that I was working for at the time, I said to them, you know, for me to be able to do this course and still have some family balance, it means that I would only work 38 hours instead of 40 hours. Mm -hmm. And they said that that was not going to work for them. And I Mm -hmm. thought, then I guess this is my notice. Like I wanted to do that so badly. And I was feeling so confined within my four walls. Mm -hmm. Um, So I left that company after being with them for eight years. And I loved the company, but I just felt very restricted. And I just had to go with my gut. And I was like, this will work out. I'm I'm leaning more into what I wanted to do, which was teaching and coaching and workshops and things mm-hmm. like that. And I cannot believe how how beautiful, how many different opportunities and collaborations have come out of just that one choice mm-hmm. to go from, like I said earlier, going from feeling so uncomfortable in comfort mm-hmm. to going, what's available, what's out there, what opportunities. Um, so I would say that that's probably the best advice is just to listen to yourself when it comes to what do you want to do and how can you, how can you fit that into where you're at right now and Mm -hmm. see how it can just progress in the future and just be open to it. Wow. You've got no idea how timely that is. So yes, thank you. (laughs) Right. It always is. Oh my gosh. Thank you you so much for being on with us today. I have really enjoyed our interview as obviously our listeners and and viewers will as well. And I can't wait to have more of you inside the female leader headquarters as you get opportunities to come in in there and kind of share the things that you're working on as well. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me once again. It was a lovely conversation. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in this episode on the Be That Create That channels. And we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.